You are listening to Overcomers Church International Podcast. Here at OCI, we are dedicated to our vision of building strong people and building strong churches. From wherever you are listening, we hope this message leaves you equipped and encouraged. I'm excited and honored to be doing this. This is awesome. I'm just, uh, I'm kind of blown away by it. And this morning, I just am thankful for my husband. But this morning, I, he was like, you don't have to do dishes or anything. And I was like, I'm still a mom. I'm still going to do dishes because I'm supposed to do dishes. So it's not a big deal. Like, I'm still going to make breakfast. I'm still going to make you coffee. You know, it's just what I do. And I'm just going to do it because I get to serve my family. And it's awesome. So, um, yes, so thank you, Pastor Kent Liz, for letting me do this. This is awesome. I'm just excited. So, all right. I know we do a, I'm going to pray again, actually, real quick, because the other day I was like, Lord, I can't say anything without you, so I'm going to pray again. (laughs) Okay. Whew. All right. Well, thank you, Lord, for this time. I thank you for these people. I thank you for this church body. I thank you, Lord, that, um, that everything you've done here, and I just give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> all right. I will not cry, okay? So I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a crier sometimes when I get nervous, okay? So, but it's not going to happen because I'm not, yes, I'm not going to cry. All right. So we're going to start with the word because the word is awesome and it's true. So we're going to start with Zephaniah 317. Um, did I write that up there? I think I did. So, yes, on the board. Yes. All right. So the Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness and he will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Um, I love this verse. Actually, I've read this verse before and I've sang songs with this verse in it, but I really heard this verse when I was uh, reading a parenting book and I was like, all right, Lord, like, this is awesome. Like, and he was saying in this book about just how the Lord does this over us, and we should do this over our children. We should sing and dance over them and rejoice over them, even in hard times when it doesn't look like, you know, that they may be going through something or whatever, and we want to rejoice and sing over them like the Lord does over us. And this verse actually brought a lot of freedom to worship for me. Um, wow, it's really weird hearing myself talk so loud. So. <laughs> I hear myself talk loud at home, but here it's a little bit different. Okay. Um, and so I just, this, this verse, like when it says he rejoices over you with singing, I was like, Lord, you delight in me so much that I get to like, I get to do this over you. You delight in me. You rejoice over me. You quiet me with your love. You rejoice over me with gladness. Like I at least could do this for you because you've done this. You've done so much for me already. <laughs> you've sent your son to die on the cross for me. I am going to worship you no matter what. <laughs> like, that brought a lot of freedom to me in this, in this verse. And so, and it brought freedom over parenting my children also, just walking in gladness over them and um, just joy over them because the Lord walks in joy over us. So, all right. And so also, um, so I asked the Lord too. I was like, Lord, what do you want me to say? There's so much I could say about the Lord. I love the Lord so much. <laughs> Um, he gave me a word. Um, it's value. And I've, there was actually two words I was kind of going back on. It was honor and value. But I love, I love the word honor too because we just honor the Lord. And this is a really honoring place because it's been set in the culture of honor. <laughs> and it says that we will honor the Lord and men. 
And I just love that. And there's a little bit more to that, to the saying of the, of the value. But um, those, that's what I just, I love honoring. But the Lord was like, you know, when, when you honor something, you're showing them respect. And um, it's just, it's awesome. You see them with the eyes of Jesus. So with valuing, we, um, I, I put the definition down because I needed some more words for it. Because <laughs> I could say it in my own language all the time, but I was like, oh, I need a little bit more. So it says, uh, consider someone or something to be important or beneficial. And in other words, it's treasure, cherish, esteem, and precious. And um, I have just really, um, the Lord has just really shown me how he values me, but also he has just done so much. He is so faithful. His word is true. He is full of so many treasures. This book is full of treasure. <laughs> like they say, it's a love book. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, this is the, the love story. Well, love stories are like full of treasure. <laughs> like this is just treasure and he is treasure. And um, so when we acknowledge him as treasure, we lift him up high. Um, I think Kingston talked a little about that. Oh, with his, with the, with his, um, with worship. You know, it's putting God at our highest thoughts. When we put something high, we place them at a high priority and a high treasure. So I, I want that for the Lord in my life. I put him at high priority in everything that I, that I do. And at times it wasn't always like that because Dane's had to have conversations with me about some things <laughs> that maybe I didn't put in my priorities, but that's all right. But it's good. We're all working in progress. So, um, And so I'm going to go to the verse now, Psalm 34. Nine. And it's going to be in the Passion Translation. So I'll just, I'll read it up here because I don't have my translation of the Passion up here. Okay. Worship and awe and wonder all you who've been made holy for all who fear him with, will feast with plenty. And um, I love just, I've told, I've told the Lord many times, I'm like, Lord, I just want to worship you with awe and wonder because you have so many facets, so much stuff that we don't even understand. I was actually reading a revelation last night and it says, he, there, he has a name, but he only knows his name because as humans, we don't even, we can't comprehend the fullness of Jesus, <laughs> the fullness of him, you know, and I'm just like, oh, it's just such an awe, awe and wonder. And then for, for all who fear him, with, with, we'll feast with plenty. And, you know, when we, when we uh, fear him, we get wisdom. There's like just everything just seems, we just, we have enough, you know, we have, that Jesus is enough. <laughs> he is enough for us. For all who fear him will feast with plenty. And I was also um, reading in Revelation last night, and we've talked about this with other people, about our object of worship, and a lot of it is just when we see him in his um, fullness and his glory, because he's a, a loving God, but he also has these so many parts of he's, you know, his hair is, is of wool, and his voice is of many waters, and his eyes are of fire. And it's like, oh my gosh, like you can either fear the fire or you can like stare at it like it's precious. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I want to stare at it like it's precious and it's going to burn something through me. So that's good because <laughs> I need a lot burned off. So um, I just, I love that so much. I'm like, oh, so yeah. So I'm going to actually go through some, uh, some other things. So <laughs> of testimony wise, so one time I went to a conference. It's called the One Thing Conference. It's in Kansas City. It's through IHOP. And it was like, I don't know, like three or four years ago we went. And I was so excited. I was like, yes, like this is going to be so fun. I used to go to concerts a lot. Like I used to, I just love shows. Like I love live music. That's just how I've always been. I'm like, 
just, I don't know, I was always in my bedroom with the music as loud as possible, and my mom was, I couldn't even hear them knock on the door to tell me to turn it down. I was just like, I don't want to turn it down. They're like, yeah, but you have to, because we're functioning out here, and you're in your room having a concert. And I was like, I know, I just love singing. And they're like, yes, we know, just turn it down. But So I went to this conference, and Dane was telling me the lineup, and he was like, all these people were going to be there. And there was one of them was like my favorite singer at the time. And I was like, oh, like he's going to be there. This is going to be awesome. Like this made it better. And he was like, he was like, yeah, do you want to go? And I was like, well, yeah, of course I want to go. Like this guy's going to be there. And like all my friends from church are going. And so um, it was, it was super awesome. But then like a couple of days later, he was like, so, you know, the guy that you really like to see. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, he got hurt. And I was like, really? I was like, well, is he okay? He was like, well, yeah, he's okay. And he, you know, he's in the hospital. And I was like, oh, okay, so he's not going to be there. And Dane's like, no, McKenzie, he's not going to be there. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing to laugh about because it's kind of sad. But it was like, he was like, oh. And I was like, so I had to think about that for a while. And I was like, wow. And I actually, I think I remember telling Dane, like, I'm not just going to go see singers. It's really about the Lord. And Dane's like, sure. You want to go see the singer sing a song? And I was like, you're right, I do. But, you know, so, but I did. The Lord had to, like, help my heart in that way of, like, I'm not here to just sing, to watch a worshiper. I'm here to worship the Lord. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to this to worship the Lord, not just the singer there. You know, and they have awesome giftings and anointings. And it's, it's you know, when the presence of God moves and you have a song that's amazing and it, it, and it affects your heart, but it's also, you know, the Lord is what we should be worshiping all the time, you know, because that comes into idolatry. I mean, it just, you, we idolize singers, and I, I've done that. I mean, I've had someone be straight with me, like, you just put them on a pedestal, and I was like, yeah, and they fell, and I fell with it because <laughs> I put that singer on a pedestal, and it was like, ouch, you know, so that's all right. I get a lot. Amen. <laughs> okay, so um, I've, I'm going to, I'm going to ask this question, but I'm going to answer it. So you don't have to answer it, but I'm going to ask it. So how do we value the Lord's presence? Um, by acknowledging his presence. Um, we're going to go to Deuteronomy 31, 6. Yes. So it says, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you, and he will not leave you nor forsake you. Um, if God, like, so I've had to, that's a promise to me that the God, God will always be with me all the time. All right. I'm not going to cry <laughs> because, huh, in times of having a really loud house with a lot of people, I felt lonely <laughs> and I've needed the Lord. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, I might need to get this down, then I'll be good the rest of the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> if God is there uh, amongst the hard times, I feel like sometimes we go to the Lord in the really hard times. <laughs> you know, times of financial stresses, marriage, relationship, children, <laughs> I could list it all, you know, that the world throws at us, because none of it's from the Lord, <laughs> none of the problems are from the Lord, he is good, and he's in a good mood, <laughs> even though I'm crying, 
is in a good mood. So I love that. But oh, I have had to acknowledge him in the good times also. <laughs> he is a good God, and he is always there, and he wants to be there for the good and the hard times. <laughs> Ooh, I got a tissue around here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> the other day I practiced this and I literally froze the whole time. I was like, well, I guess that's what I'm saying. And they're like, well, you have more than that. I was like, I know. I just froze, but I'm good. All right. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny, actually. I left and I was like, oh, my gosh. That was not what I expected, but it's all good. So I feel so much better this morning. Oh, it's so good. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, um, yes, when my, chi- when my children were younger, um, so I have four kids. They're stair-stepped. <laughs> I have an eight, seven, six, and four-year-old. And they are full of life and full of busyness. And um, But it, when they were really little, I was just kind of going through a time where I really didn't know... Um, I thought I didn't know my place or I didn't have like a calling on my life or I wasn't, but at the time I didn't think it was a calling. I just, I was like, well, I want to work, you know, outside, but we had decided, you know, I was going to stay home because we just kept having babies. So I was like, well, I'm just going to stay home and, you know, watch the kids or, you know, homeschool eventually, but they were so little, you can't really start homeschooling when they're like, I mean, you can, but when they're like two or three, but it's kind of hard because it's a lot of nap times and eating and cleaning and all the other stuff. So, um, but in those times, I dealt with a lot of depression and anger, actually, and not at anything specifically. Probably, I was walking in (laughs) self-pity. I walked in a lot of pity um, on myself about just not not fulfilling, or not, um, not fulfilling, but just having, just like, being consumed with the things that I didn't want to be consumed with necessarily, that it was a burden on me, which it wasn't a burden on me, but my thoughts then it was like, well, I'm still doing dishes. I'm still doing laundry. Am I really making an impact? Am I really doing, you know, he gets to go out and talk to people, and I'm just stuck here at home with these four kids who don't even talk to me. <laughs> and if they do, I'm still trying to figure out what they're saying. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, oh, my goodness. And so, like, and Dane would come home, and I, you know, like today, this morning, he was like, oh, I'll do dishes. You can just leave. And I was like, no, it's okay. I'll do it. Like, I've worked through this. I got this. I can do dishes without throwing a pity party at myself now. So, but like then I'd come home and he'd be like, you want some time by yourself? And I was like, yeah, peace out. I'm leaving. I'm going to go to the coffee shop and vent all my problems to the coffee people. And they were like, oh my gosh, this lady's crazy. And I was like, I'm not crazy. I'm just a stay-at-home mom with four kids who are really little. (laughs) And they need a lot of me. But I just didn't know how to give to them at the time. And so um, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. So, um. So I, I, so I asked the Lord about this because I, you know, when we worship too, like it's such a good feeling to worship the Lord and the music's loud and it's like, yes, we're in the moment. It's awesome. And I'm like, Lord, I want to carry this home with me. I just, I didn't know how to like specifically do that. And I asked the Lord, you know, I just, I was like, show me, you know, give me wisdom. Show me what you, how, how you want me to do this. And I've had a lot of conversations with Pastor Liz about just praying time doing laundry and dishes. And so... I kind of just, that's what I was like, Lord? And lo- most of the time, Pastor Liz sounds like the Holy Spirit. I'm like, is that you, Holy Spirit? Is that Pastor Liz telling me everything that I asked her about 15,000 times she's already told me? But I'm like, who is it? 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah. Sorry, Dane. I was like, Dane, Liz corrected me today. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay. So, um, so the Lord was like, you need to do, you need to pray in the spirit while you're doing laundry and dishes. And I was like, okay. I was like, I can do that, you know. And because uh, I do a lot of dishes and laundry. So, um, and so that's what I did. I started praying in the spirit and I started um, just renewing my mind and giving my thoughts to the Lord. And when you pray in the spirit, actually, it, um, it changes your thought process. It like puts, it automatically puts the Lord to your highest thoughts. And so, because I remember one time I asked Wendy, I was like, Wendy, what do I do with these kids? I'm like, they're just, they're kind of driving me a little wild right now. I'm just like, oh, and she's like, I just, I walk away and I pray in the spirit. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like, please help me. I don't know what that means. But the Lord through that taught me what it means. And it was just renewing my mind and putting it on the Lord, which ended up being better for my children because I walked in joy with them. (laughs) And I got a better broad perspective on what was going on because I could have just ran by feelings and been like, all right, I'm just frustrated and they're just causing us to be late. And really I was just putting blame on a situation. And then when really as the mother, I should be leading, charging them, you know, forward and having that, that order and, you know, giving it to the Lord. Cause that was at the time I needed to give it to the Lord. So, and I did, and he renewed my mind and all of this and it was awesome. So I, we teach the youth and sometimes I use a lot of parenting things. And I'm like, I know you're not there yet, but you'll get there and you'll appreciate the parenting stuff. So just, just listen, okay? I'm just joking. I don't know. But, <laughs> okay. Um, so, and I'm going I'm to talk about this. And a lot of you guys probably know this, but I feel like this just needs to be out because I love knowing why I do things. I like the motives of why I do things. I like to know intentionally, like, why am I doing this? Like, why do we, I don't know, my kids are always like, why do we have to do dishes every time we eat? And I'm like, because you want to you eat on dirty dishes again, the same food? We, there's reasons why we do things, okay? So just do it. But so why we do, why we worship on a Sunday morning before Pastor Kent comes up here and talks. So I'm actually going to read some scriptures kind of quickly. If you have pen and paper, you can write the address down, but they're not going to be up here. So I'm just going to read them to you. And we're just going to listen to the Psalms, you know, what Psalms means is songs, and so, um, and this is why we, this is one of the reasons, there's many reasons why we worship the Lord, and all that we do, this is why on a Sunday morning, why literally we should be like screaming like we're at a football game, but that's just my opinion, so, okay, but it's in Psalm 34, 1 through 2, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth, and my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. I love that because that's, you know, I've actually told the Lord I want his praise to continuously be on my mouth. Um, And when I do that, I'm acknowledging his presence. I'm valuing him, and um, he... Well, he's always there. He's listening to me. He's, he's amongst, you know, it even says in Zephaniah earlier, it said the Lord God is in your midst. He's always with us. And, um, like, we know that because all of you guys know the word of the Lord. <laughs> like, here, I mean, you guys all know the Lord. I mean, you guys have all spoken into me at one point about the word. <laughs> so we all know that, but it's acknowledging it all the time <laughs> is lifting him up. Um. All right, Psalm 66, 1 through 2. 
is make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing out the honor of his name and make his praise glorious. You know what? I'm just going to read a little bit more because I just... I have to because this part's so good. Say to God, how awesome are your works through the greatness of your power. Your enemies shall submit themselves to you and all the earth shall worship you and sing praises to you. They shall sing songs. They shall sing praises to your name. And that's titled praise to God for his awesome works. And I'm just like, yeah, like we should just be praising him for who he is like all the time, like not just and, and for what he's done. And so, um, actually, one time, we were at a church, I don't know, seven years ago. And um, not this church, another church. We lived in New Jersey at the time, so we went to another church. And the worship leader was talking. It was really good, but he was talking about horizontal worship and vertical worship. And horizontal worship, now that I see it, I don't remember what the context he used it in, but I, I just kind of remembered that. I was like, if I'm horizontally worshiping, or someone's up here and they're horizontally worshiping, they're like worshiping like you're... You're helping, like, you're helping lead the army, the army of God. You're, like, saying these are the great works that he's done, and let's, we're victorious, and we're overcomers, and that's, like, horizontal worship. That's us together being unified together. And um, vertical worship is, like, us and the Lord. <laughs> you know, us honoring the Lord for who he is, for his loving kindness, his mercy, his, um, his goodness, um, his faithfulness, because he's just so faithful. He's faithful to the end. It's like one of my favorite songs in the world, actually. It's called He's Faithful to the End. And um, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, vertical worship is probably my favorite. <laughs> but I love horizontal worship also because I love, I do that with my kids a lot. We dance. I have scarves, and they go, they go crazy, or they wrap, them, <laughs> wrap their legs around in it and act like they're stuck. I'm like, okay, well, let's move on from that. We're going to worship. So, But they act like they're stuck a lot. So... <laughs> It's really funny. Okay. I laugh at my kids a lot. So. Okay. So in Psalm 96, 1 through 4 is the last one. Um, it says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the earth. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. I just love that. I have to stop there for a minute because I have more to read. But I just love proclaiming the good news of his salvation from day to day. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Just being in a, a place of thanksgiving <laughs> for that. Okay, keep going. All right. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. <laughs> Woo, so good. And so I encourage you guys to continue reading those psalms. That one's called the Song of praise to God coming in judgment. I think every new every version has it differently put, but I just love that because um, his judgment is good also. So <laughs> everything he does is good. Um, okay. And then so also with worshiping on Sunday, um, it's a time for us to open our hearts up to the Lord. I've done that many mornings. I think the last like two weeks ago or whatever, me and my youngest kind of had a little, a little. Uh, he wasn't wanting to do what I said. And he literally told me no. And I was like, you're four. You're telling me no. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it was, it was very emotional for me. And I came in and I was like, Lord, I'm just going to lay this at your feet right now. I'm just going to, I, so I, I'll, like I've had many testimonies of like me coming in here and just laying the things of the week at the feet of Jesus because, <laughs> because he's asked us to anyways. He's like, 
give me your burdens, you know, my yoke is easy, like my, you know, my burdens are light, like give me what you have and I'll replace it with other things that are good, <laughs> you know, but they're always lighter. And so and I've had times where I've like talked to the Lord about something during worship or whatever, and then Pastor Kent has talked about it. You know, he seeks for our, our congregation specifically. You know, he shepherds us and guides us, and it's like, oh, it's awesome. <laughs> you know, we continue in unity with the apostles' doctrine, with the word, with, you know, he, oh, man, that's weird. I wasn't doing that a minute ago. <laughs> okay, I'm breathing heavy. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's, just, it's, it's received a word to my heart that I needed to hear, but I probably wouldn't have received that word if my heart wasn't softened to the Lord. <laughs> I probably would have been hard and been like, I really don't want to hear it, you know, because I've, I've been there too. <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, maybe I need to worship before Dan gets home because if he needs to say something to me, I might need to receive it with a good heart. <laughs> Which Dane usually is just, he's the most patient man ever in the world. I'm so glad because I'm like this and he's like, so when he comes home, I'm a little bit like this, not as much. <laughs> and my kids are too. I mean, emotions are the spice of life, so come on. It's good. It's all good. You know, come on. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but, you know, the Lord has steadied me a lot, especially when I prayed in the Spirit. So I'm not as the big ones, you know. I'm just a little bit, woo, good, good job, Lord. <laughs> okay, so... Um, sorry the other night Kingston was over too and I laughed so hard I think we laughed for like an hour I was like oh my gosh I'm just giggling the whole time but it was so funny okay so actually so and I love um like they sang uh I thank God and that is like that is one of our like I feel like that's a family song of ours because the Lord um has just done that. Like Pastor Kent gave us a word one time where he's like, you know, the Lord's spinning you around and it wasn't a bad spin at all, <laughs> but it was just, he was placing us in a different, like in a different position and it was positioning with him, <laughs> like just all this good stuff. And so I love singing those songs and that's like a song of, um, of speaking what the Lord has done for us and just the goodness of what he's done and just, um, just the horizontal worship, like I was saying earlier. Um, so, but today I've, I've asked them to sing a song, and it's one of my favorite songs. I played softball, so Dane kind of jokes with me, and he's like, this is like your walk-up song. I was like, it might be my walk-up song. It's a little slow for a walk-up song, because I usually used to listen to rap music when I did that, but you know. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a good, it's, it's like the most amazing song in the whole entire world, but I was like, it's a little slow, but yeah, it is, it's, it's like, it's an awesome song. But when I heard this song, I thought of Kingston's definition of worship, um, lifting you high, lifting the Lord high in our hearts and in our minds. And so I'm going to read a little bit of the lyrics here, and it says, so we lift you high, high within our hearts and high within our minds. Jesus, you alone, our rock, our cornerstone. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like that just made me exalt him. Like that just, it didn't just make me, I have to make a choice. Worship is a choice. It's not something you just it's not a feeling. I mean, music is good. I mean, all music is emotional. That's why the enemy uses music too. <laughs> I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, the enemy uses music to affect people's emotions. And, but the Lord, and instruments are meant to be used in churches. I'm just going to say that. Because it says it in the word. It says it in Psalms. Like it says, play the harp, play the lyre. Like David did that. He played an instrument for the Lord. Like, that's awesome. He played the instrument to soothe someone. He he did play an instrument to ev evoke an emotion, but 
that's okay because the Lord is full of emotions. So it's okay that he's a steady emotion, not like this, like me, but you know, <laughs> he's more this way, just steady. And but, um, so I just, yes, I just love this song so much. And I'm excited to sing it. And then another part of it um, says, I won't let the rocks cry out in my place. We return the breath you gave with our praise. And so we're going to go to Luke 19. I didn't mark this one like I told myself I was going to. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Okay. So I'm going to, it's 34 through 40. So I'm going to read it. And they said, the Lord has need of him. And they brought him to Jesus and they threw their own clothes on the colt and they set Jesus on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, <laughs> blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. And he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. And we went to, um, we went to a conference last year in Texas. And um, Hadassah, this really stuck with Hadassah, was this, this, this pastor came up and talked about this and just the, like the 3,000 like the 3,000 teens that were there, literally, this place erupted with like the most joyous noise. I mean, they did have to tell the kids to like stop throwing water bottles, like and doing the crazy teenage stuff. But like it was awesome. Like they re they rejoiced in the joy of the Lord so much, and they did not let the rocks cry out first. <laughs> like I was just like, woo! I was blown away. It was awesome. But when I heard this, I heard this song before that, and I was like, I love hearing songs that have the word in them and of course and so like I heard this and I was like oh man like I know that verse I just let me find where it is because I've heard that story I want to hear it again I want to see what's really going on what's the context of it and stuff and so I went back and looked and I was like I kind of had a righteous anger I was kind of like man like those Pharisees who are they to tell Jesus to tell his people to be quiet I was just like oh and I was like just crying and I was like this is making me mad <laughs> oh and so, um, what's it? <laughs> um, and, and Jesus was like, you know, Jesus is so good because <laughs> these people actually, after they blessed his name, he called, they called for him to be crucified <laughs> and he loves us so much that <laughs> he forgave that. <laughs> crying again. Woo. I got this. <laughs> okay. No, Lord, you got this. Not me. <laughs> you do. Get that tissue. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <sighs> so when we praise him, <laughs> it's the nod. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm really like obvious. I'm like, oh, I gotta think about this for a minute. Yes, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord, for your joy. You're so good. Okay, so when we praise the Lord, and this is a serious thing. This is not. I mean, worship is a serious thing, and I'm laughing because I'm a, I'm, I'm a, you know, just my first time up here. So, but this is like a just a honor and glory of the Lord. Like when we're in here together unified, this is not a time of just like doing this for no reason at all. Or we just do this because this is what we do every Sunday. Because I could walk in and say that. I drop my kids off in the, um, I drop my kids off in church and I come in here, set our stuff down and I raise my hands and praise the Lord for what he's done all week. And the Lord's like, that's not what I've called you to do here. I've called you for more than that. I've called you to worship me with the people that you love and that I love so much. And so, um, you know, this is, and so like when I said when we worship before service starts, that's not happening right now because we're in a different, we're, we're doing something different, which is good. Different's good. <laughs> um, but this is a time to be responding to what the Lord is telling you during this time from what Kingston talked about and what, you know, I pray that what I shared and what the Lord put on my heart to share with you guys um, is honoring and that you guys respond and not let the rocks cry out before us because the earth is groaning for the Lord. <laughs> he made the earth to praise him. Like we were talking about this the other day, the rocks actually do make music. The trees do make music. We don't hear it, of course, because it's this, but like they've, they've had studies of that where like you can, those things make music. And I've seen things where, like, you play classical music and things grow more. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. Because the Lord, there is music in everything, but, and there's, there's sounds in everything, but our sound should be louder. Our, our volume should be louder than the rocks all the time. And so um, I just, I, I challenge you that. And it is, the Lord challenges us in that way of aligning our words, aligning our bodies with the word also. So when we're, when we're paying homage to the Lord, when we're bowing down to him, this isn't just because we, because, I mean, we, it's because we love him, but this is also, we, he's called us to do that as believers. We're called to be celebratory people, not people who walk in doom and gloom of things. We are called to be in, in a joyful party. I mean, there's a song called the Holy Ghost Party. It's like the Holy Ghost Party don't stop. And you're like, yes, like it doesn't stop. Like there's healing going on. Like it's so good. And you know, it's, it's awesome. And so I just you know, challenge you guys and just, you know, seek the Lord in this and just continue to ask him like, Lord, I want to put this at your feet. Um, I want to put worship at your feet because our, when, our, when we line up our bodies bowing down, literally, like you're aligning your word, the word up with him. And when we align our hearts up with his, he, he aligns, like, it's just a natural thing. We just line up with him. It's vertical. It's just like a straight line, <laughs> you know, it's awesome. So I'm going to pray. And then we're going to go into worship. So, all right. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for your presence. I thank you, Jesus, that this place is filled with it. That, Lord, um, that our voices are louder than the rocks. Our praises are louder than the rocks. I thank you, Lord, that there is honor and glory. And that we honor each other. And we pray for each other. And we worship together unified as a body of Christ. And I thank you, Jesus that everything you do is good and that we put you at our highest thoughts all the time. <laughs>
in everything we do, because all is for your glory. <laughs> we will serve you everywhere. <laughs> in Jesus' name we pray. If God is changing your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. If you would like to give or would like more information on how we are making a difference, visit ociperryville.com.